0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast.
1: If a doctor prescribes an important medication for you, you'll probably take it whenever you're instructed to. And in many ways, laughter is a good medicine for your marriage. I'm John Fuller along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin. They head up our marriage team here. And Greg, how does laughter keep a marriage relationship healthy?
2: Yeah, someone said that laughter is the shortest distance between two people. Oh. And I think what he was trying to say was that it absolutely creates connection. When Erin is telling me a funny story or just just making me laugh in whatever way, I'm just I'm drawn to her. So I mean it, it creates a fun, kind of lighthearted environment. Which is really another way to say that it makes the relationship in those moments feel safe. Yeah, I was and just going to say yeah. the safe. Yeah. And when people feel safe, they they draw towards each other. They're more connected. And that's really what, <laughs> what laughter can do
1: for I marriage. I appreciate that. Well, Jim Daly and I talked with our friend, Pastor Ted Cunningham. He's a friend of yours yeah. as well. And um, he is one funny dude. And this conversation is based on a book he's written called A Love That Laughs.
3: All right, so you and Amy, how long have you been married now? Twenty-three years. Wow,
4: that's good. And you're still laughing. Still laughing. Laughing more today <laughs> than we did in the first ten, first twenty.
3: That is so good. Uh, early in your marriage, you had to find that uh, fun way, though, of communicating, right? Yeah. And how did that? How did that come about? I don't see you as a serious guy. Even years ago, you're probably pretty funny. Did, yeah. did Amy ever go? Can you just stop? <laughs> just stop stop
4: Stop being silly and you know sometimes people come up to her at events and they'll say is he like this all the time at home does he always tell jokes (laughs) i'm not telling jokes to my wife all the time like hey have you heard this one no it's (laughs) it's finding the humor in everyday life that's the Mm -hmm. emphasis of the book is to be observational in our humor and so you don't have to be A funny guy, a a funny lady. You don't have to be a comedian to find the humor in life for your marriage.
3: Okay, that right there, though, I did want to hit that, and we might as well hit it early, because temperaments play into this, and you're an extrovert. You can see that. You, You do have a lens in which you see the world with a bit of humor. You know, I've known you long enough to know that when something goes badly for you, you tend to find something funny in it. I, I tend to be that way too. But not everybody's wired that way. Some people are very serious about life.
4: Absolutely. And there's a time and a place for it. So it's, I don't find the funny in every single thing that happens to us. But as we introduce in the book, I want a laughter to conflict ratio that laughter's a hundred to to one. I, I, and Amy's the one that gave us that first ratio when I asked her, if you were to compare our laughs to our conflict, what would you g- what would the ratio be? And she didn't even she gives answers quick. In wow. our marriage, she already has answers, and she said hundred to one.
3: Okay, let me let me get your best argument for this, and then we're going to move to some examples which are funny. Sure. But uh, for that person that's saying, you know what, it just you know it doesn't come easy to me. I, I hate to blast the engineer mind, and I, <laughs> I know I'm going to hear from people say, "Hey, I'm funny and I'm an engineer." I get that, but methodic, planning people, engineering people, process people, tend to look at things with you know maybe less humor. So tell me again, why? Why do I need to, to laugh? It seems frivolous to
4: me. Yeah. And I don't know that the Lord would be laughing at these things. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? I just wish people could see your face right now. You guys got that scowl. My wife, when we started this book, she said, make sure it is early on that you make it clear to everyone. I am not a comedian. I don't tell jokes. In 23 years of marriage, she's maybe told one or two jokes. It's just not who she is. She's more of a serious Uh, person by nature. And she, you know, looks into every detail of life. She's into her environment. And so she's grateful that we've made humor a priority in our marriage. And so I, I, believe it or not, I always start with Ecclesiastes 7 when it talks about a good name is better than fine perfume. And the day of death is better than the day of birth. And you're like, why would you start with the funeral to talk about (laughs) laughter? Because you read, it's better to go to a house of mourning than to a house of feasting. Meaning when you go to a funeral that's a recalibrating event. You're learning about life, and you should be asking questions about how you're living. Mm. How are you honoring other people? Uh, And yet, when you go to a party, that's a completely different purpose behind it, and that's why the Scripture says sorrow is better than laughter. Well, because sorrow is a teacher, but it doesn't say sorrow is good, laughter is bad. It's just laughter has its place. Mm. And so laughter, a cheerful heart is good medicine. And what I love about humor and laughter in marriage is it's not only a good medicine, but it helps other medicines go down. (laughs) I like that. So we can learn a lot in the process. And people describe my teaching at church or at conferences and seminars as – yeah, you, you get us laughing, and then you just hit us with something. We, we weren't expecting it. We double right. over, and with laughter, you kind of pick us back up, and you give us a hug, and then, bam, right, right there again. You're like, oh, what? it's like we just got shot. It's very effective. Yeah, because laughter is a great tool. Humor is a great way that we can express ourselves through through difficult and challenging times.
1: Some great insights from Ted Cunningham and uh, Aaron. Let me turn the corner and just ask about you and Greg. How has laughter helped you in your relationship?
0: Well, how can you not notice? I'm married to the Dr. Greg Smalley, and he's hilarious most of the time.
2: <laughs> most his, of the time, I not appreciate
0: time. his humor,
2: I think all the time, but well, she, she, she's throwing in some qualifications. <laughs> yes. well, I appreciate his, his humor
0: about 95% <laughs> of the time, and then there's 5% of the time where I'm like, Would you just be serious? But what it's done for us 95% of the time, that's a huge majority of our relationship, that it brings a levity, it brings lightheartedness to some situations that could really go south. And really, you think about it, if you're in a marriage where it's constantly serious and you're, it's like you're in an eternal board meeting um, or a business meeting, that can get boring and it can get monotonous and it can, it just is, it just takes the life out of the relationship. So. Laughter's been a good thing for us.
1: And I imagine that laughter was one of the things that drew you to Greg in the first place.
0: It is. And you know what's funny? The fact
1: that she was laughing at me? No.
0: Is you
4: that know what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you laugh?
2: Maybe. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. laugh at on, you yeah. in college.
0: But I know. he's actually, it's rubbed off on me too. And I laugh more. I would say in the last 28 years, I laugh, have laughed a whole lot more than I did my first 23 years huh. of life.
1: So Greg, can you think of a time when... um at the moment, you thought, we, we could laugh about this one day, but not right now. <laughs> Usually,
2: uh, let's see. You know, after we've had some hard experiences, uh, one of the things that my dad, a guy named Gary Smalley, who was one of the original kind of marriage event experts, and he used to say that, that like when, when you go on a trip or go camping or do something adventurous, that inevitably something's going to go wrong. And, and that is so true. I mean, I think about the times that we've traveled or have gone somewhere, and then it takes about two weeks <laughs> <I think laughs> That's before you're we able really to go back weeks. and I laugh about it.
1: Scientifically, it's proven that if you wait two weeks, you can safely <laughs> yeah. laugh about it. We, we got get get a shoe thrown at you yeah. or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. good. And I think, I think, too, what laughter does is that I think human nature... Um, There's something called confirmation bias. Whatever we believe about someone, um, we will find the evidence to support that belief in whatever they're doing. And so I think in a marriage, what happens is that it's easy to kind of develop some negative beliefs. You might be going through a frustrating season in your marriage. There might be some tough things you're facing, COVID, quarantine, I mean, whatever. It's easy then to, to notice the things that you don't like, or that frustrates you, that annoy you. And and I think laughter can really help combat that. It can help keep, um, your perspective in the way that you see your spouse in more of a positive light. And I'm not talking about like the Pollyannish, you know, everything is beautiful and wonderful. Like the Lego guy I'm talking, it just, when, when, when I'm noticing, um, the way that Aaron is, um, bringing a lightheartedness or, you know, if we're laughing about something, if we're watching a show that's making us laugh together, again, it it impacts the way that I perceive her overall, and that's a good thing. So that's what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. We we need laughter to help
1: keep our perspective also in, in a positive light as well. That's good. Well, whether laughter is a regular part of your relationship or you're a little bit more on the serious side, we do have a lot of resources to help you. In your relationship, one of the most popular is our free online marriage assessment. Over a million people have completed it. It takes just a few minutes and uh, it'll give you some real uh, tangible takeaways for your marriage and where you're at. And we'd also recommend Ted Cunningham's book, A Love That Laughs. And um, let me just ask if this ministry has helped you, if you've laughed along with us or uh, taken away a practical um, application for your marriage. Would you please consider supporting the ministry of Focus on the Family? Make a generous gift of any amount today. And when you do, we'll say thanks for joining the support team by sending Ted's book, A Love That Laughs, to you. All the links are in the show notes. Well, author Catherine Hill will be here next time to talk about rekindling the romance in your marriage. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of our team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.